and her mother called Growing Grumbles. Personally, Nin didn't see why being eleven should make her any more bad-tempered than being ten. Toby pointed at the sacks. Nin sighed. They're sacks, moron baby. Just empty, mucky old sacks. Nin noticed that she didn't feel at all like going over there into the dark corner to shake the sacks and show him just how empty they really were. Go on, she said. Get back upstairs and stop bothering me. And that had been the end of that. Now, lying in bed with the rain pouring down the window, Nin sighed. Perhaps Toby had been having bad dreams all night, or hadn't been able to go to sleep at all because he was scared of the bogeyman, or something. Suddenly, she was feeling guilty about the beastly sacks in the cellar incident. Great. Wonderful. Oh, I should have been nicer, groaned Nin out loud. I should have thrown the rotten sacks away and gone round the cellar to show him it was empty. She got out of bed, pulled on the green dressing gown that she hated, and padded up the hall in her bare feet. Toby's room was at the end of the house, past the box room where they kept all of Daddy's old things. She pushed the door open as quietly as she could. She stared. The room was tidy. In fact, it was more than tidy. It was bare. She stared at the expanse of floor, which wasn't covered in toys and yesterday's socks. Then she stared at the chest of drawers, which didn't have Toby's giant-sized panda clock, his Winnie the Pooh drawing pad and crayons or any number of picture books on it. Next, she looked over at the bed. It was empty. On top of that, it looked like it had been empty all night. The duvet was stretched smoothly over the unrumpled sheets and the undented pillows. Nin frowned. The duvet didn't have Toby's Spider-Man cover on it either. She ran across the room and pounced on the wardrobe, yanking it open. There were clothes inside, which was what she had expected. But they were Grandad's old jackets, which wasn't. Her insides did a flip-flop and she felt herself go cold all over. She took a deep breath and looked around, half thinking she would see Toby giggling in a corner. She didn't. There was nothing for it. Nin pushed the wardrobe door shut again and headed for downstairs. She hated downstairs before breakfast. She normally didn't go anywhere near it until her mother had got up and started the toast. Before toast, downstairs was empty and dark and smelled of old night-time. After toast, it was warm and cheery and smelt of, well, of toast. Today, Wednesday, of course, everything was different. Lena wasn't up yet. She wouldn't be up for at least another twenty minutes. Nin stood at the head of the staircase and looked into the darkness below. She could already see that Toby wasn't in the living room because the door, which was at the foot of the stairs, was standing open onto even more darkness. She pressed the switch, flooding the hall with light. Then she hurried downstairs, doing a U-turn for the kitchen and taking care not to look at the space under the stairs. When she was as small as Toby, Nin used to think that things lurked in the space under the stairs, hiding beneath the coats. It looked like the sort of place where things would lurk. It was something to do with the way shadows hung around even after the light went on. She hardly ever thought about it now, but this morning she was feeling edgy and the memory came back to her so strongly that she felt her skin prickle. She hurried past and burst into the kitchen. 
In the dim, rainy morning light, Nin could just make out the humps of the toaster and the kettle on the work surface and the blank faces of the cupboards. No, Toby. You're up early, Lena said, appearing in the doorway behind Nin and clicking on the light. Nin jumped and spun around. So you. Lena shook her head and pushed a hand through her tangled hair. She wasn't dressed yet. Oh, I didn't sleep well, she sighed. You? Brain woke me, said Nin, which was true. Lena went over to the work surface. Well, since we're both here, how about I start breakfast? Without waiting for an answer, she filled the kettle and put it on, then popped four slices of bread in the toaster and went into the cupboard for the tea bags. Over her mother's shoulder, Nin saw that even the big box of Toby's favourite cereal had disappeared. Mum, is Toby okay? she asked anxiously.